Number five, love knows no bounds. Yeah, right. Has love catapulted you to a magical place of wonder and awe? Cool, this podcast is probably not for you. Or, has it, questioned your very existence? Feeling uncertain in your decision to stay with your current partner? God, love has its ups and downs, and it makes almost no sense to me. My poor wife started off liking me, loving me, then hating me, really liking me, really loving me, to currently wishing I had duct tape over my mouth and probably a bigger penis. Folks, this is The Complainer's Compound. Now, I can go on with really big issues when it comes to love, but um, I'm just going to start it the way I think I should. Um, If you were like me, then you thought that once you found the one, all your problems within love would vanish. I think that's called romanticism, when you truly believe that all your problems will go away as soon as you found the one. I mean, you've created this image of the one in your head for so long. You have this idea of how people should act when it came to love. You you thought it was objective. It was general. It was something that everyone would do when once they fell in love. Then, uh, then it got real, real. You believe that they were here on this earth to mend your every need and want. Wrong. Love has plenty of bounds. Oodles of it, actually. What we don't do is create or even explain our own rules and regulations. We expect our partner to find them and accept us. These idiosyncrasies are amplified when they don't agree with our core beliefs and personal boundaries. If uh, we don't want or if we don't address it early, they can manifest into regret and resentment. And what I mean by that, if you don't set these rules or boundaries a little bit early, um, that's what will happen. It, it can manifest into regret and resentment. And I think the majority of us um, treat love like when, you, as if you wake up and that's it. There's love ready for me again, right? No, it's just not it. That's not that's not what love is. Actually, if anything, I could still honestly say I don't know what love is, only because I truly believe now that it takes many, many years, decades even, to know what love is. You can disagree with me. I think it's a really good start to really, really like somebody. <laughs> But loving them? Ooh. 
That's a big one. Want to build some rules? Better get uh, ready to compromise. When it comes to rule setting, your best bet is to just sticking to the basics or create a solid foundation of beliefs that may or may not generate what you want from the relationship. You have to remember, though, that being in a relationship isn't as cohesive as it may sound. We are each perceiving our relationship differently, almost like versions one and two. They seem alike, but they aren't. We are constantly viewing our world and how we perceive it vastly different from our spouse or partner. I believe if you stick with these foundations, the foundations I'm about to tell you, you can stay within the realm of satisfaction because our minds are constantly trying to dispute all of our decisions, including who you decided to spend the rest of your life with. Okay, a really good something to remember is that your partner is not your knight in shining armor. They're more like the person who helps you sharpen your blade or like the corner in a title fight. You're going to have to fight all your battles alone. Always. Um, adopt new values that your partner has that you don't um, that don't interfere with your current beliefs. You can change who you are later, but not recommend to do so immediately. What I mean by that is everything needs to start off slow. Don't drastically change for somebody else just because you think it's going to work. Everything takes baby steps. This is why talking with each other and setting these rules is truly important. Just to kind of see, kind of gauge what you really want or what you want in the future. Um, I'm going to quote Alain de Botton. Um, and that's this is the, the answer to what love is to him. <clears throat> I'm going to say his name one more time. Alain de Botton. He's one of my favorite uh, favorite writers. This is a quote from him. Love is a painful, poignant, touching attempt by two flawed individuals trying to meet each other's needs and situations of gross uncertainty and ignorance about who they are and who the other person is. But we're going to do our best. That's a much more generous starting point. The acceptance of ourselves as flawed creatures, seems to me what love really is. And the way he frames love is that you should start out telling <laughs> the person how you're crazy instead of doing this show of why you're the best. You start off actually telling on, on your first date, this is exactly how I'm crazy. These are my idiosyncrasies. This is what I believe. This is how I want to change. How can you, what would you have to offer? You know, are you okay with those flaws? And then you can go and tell me, well, yeah, you know, you get to learn those flaws. But why do you have to learn those flaws when you're trying to deal with them yourself? Those flaws are flaws to other people, but they're probably flaws to you too. And that's kind of like his point. It's like, hey, these are my issues. The real fucked up, huh? Yeah, let me hear yours. Ooh, those are bad. Yeah, you're real fucked up. 
I like that. Okay, let's work on it together. You ready? Let's go. <clears throat> Versus this um, uh, band-aid of, well, you know what? I'm really, I'm perfect. I'm, I'm great. This is how I'm great. This is my future. Um, this, these are my ambitions. I'm so ambitious. Like, oh my gosh, look at me. Um, I kind of like his, I would say, stoic view to love. I remember framing the game as zero sum versus positive sum. You always want to, um, in, in, in a loving relationship, don't make it a zero sum where there's a, a loser and a winner. You know, make it to where you're both winning or both losing. Treat it as so and work together. Motives and intentions. Um, bad intentions equals, to me, zero sum. Good intentions equals positive sum. Kind of. Um, good intentions with bad ideas eh, kind of equals zero sum. Good intentions without defining what you want might be zero sum too. So you got to be careful. Like, just because you have a, a bad intentions, you're fucked. Just because you have a good intention doesn't mean it's, it's um, shrouded in a good idea. Okay. And then even if you have a good idea, is that really what you want? So there's a lot of defining when it comes to a relationship. Um, don't forget the mind will always protect number one. It's an automatic decision to protect your happiness and well-being, your own. Remember that. By training your mind to ask better questions and better heuristics, you can come up with a better decision for the group. Why was this shortcut um, thought the, the heuristic of it. Why was why why when this I made this decision because this heuristic came up, this shortcut came up, this quick decision. Why did this quick decision? Why was it led to this? So once you start applying better heuristics, you can almost create better decisions. Understanding, hey, when this when I'm when I'm faced with this type of decision, I usually retort to these types of of thinking or, or stages of thinking or strategies to make this decision. And then once you kind of break down those stages, you can kind of see where the flaws are in the thinking. So that's what's kind of cool about really thinking about your um, heuristics. The mind won't stop questioning your decisions and giving reasons why you should focus on only you. Learn to pause the chatter and come up with a decision where everyone has an opportunity to win. Granted, this should not be applied with anybody. Both parties in the game, I call, I always frame love as a game, need to be aware that a positive sum game is being practiced. Frame the game as almost like an RPG. Understand that you are influence, influencing someone else's game more than anything or anybody else. If you want to benefit more in your game, Help them um, in theirs uh, via positivity, usefulness, laughter, etc. Get them out of their negative mindset when you're around. Or at the very least, nudge them in a new direction. That's a really big word, nudge. Never get in the way. Feed their dream. Help them create a landscape for success. And I think that's really, really um, important. Um, and that's 
when it comes to a positive sum game, it's usually when you're always there creating a positive mindset for that person. Remember to always uh, focus on your game more, though. Don't try to focus on your partner's game. Um, what they're doing is, again, vastly different from what you're trying to do. Your best bet, like I said, is to sharpen, help sharpen their blade. That's about it. That's, that's, that's honestly all you can do. Give them the proper tools to face their battles. That's all, that's all you can do. Even if you wanted to give them advice on how to defeat this next boss or, or give them a strategy for, for what you did, I mean, it, it's, it's, still, it, it, it's still your pers- perspective on the situation, and, and that's kind of the issue. Again, I almost feel like you're better off sharp, helping sharpening their blade. Um, things I won't, <coughs> things I won't tolerate when it comes to love: complacency, mediocrity. It's okay to be that for a short time, but addressing it before it turns into a habit is crucial for me. Uh, my wife always strives to be the best because she has. Um, because she's the type of human that doesn't notice the effects of being a strong, confident uh, woman. Uh, because she's a human, she doesn't notice the effects of being a strong, confident... Oh, I see. Um, because she is human, she doesn't notice the effects of being a strong, confident woman. Meaning that being human, again, y- you're you're viewing life from your eyes only as much as we want to say oh our our partner's viewing it with us that's not the case she doesn't know when she's making a mistake because it's not a mistake to her it's a mistake to me um i love that um always unfortunately that she met me with little confidence and um I relied heavily on her confidence. That was kind of an issue when it came to the romanticism part of, of love was I would try to adopt her confidence all the time. She was a, she is a very confident person. I started off not being, so I'd always try to adopt hers or almost use hers without really cultivating my own. And that was a really big issue when it came to um, our relationship. This is why gauge feedback is so important um, with your feelings and your partners, your perception on them. The flaws are um, an, an easy one uh, to view once you use gauge feedback. It's uh, good um, to great things that you... Um, it's the good to great things that go unnoticed. Monthly, all for relationships being my mandatory i don't know what the fuck i'm writing here <clears throat> but one thing's for sure it's really important to have gauge feedback when it comes with your partner always asking you know how was that decision how do you feel and that's always again getting the opportunity and time to talk with your partner when it comes to hey how was this last week versus and obviously a really good way is to you know how was your day that's why i always talk about hey i always ask how was your day i was really bad at that in the beginning of a relationship but 
it, it's really good to start it off like that because it just starts a conversation but you gotta try to find the gauge feedback hey you know i made a decision this other day how did it affect you what do you think you want to talk about it i think that's really really important um next time or i mean it's only uh yeah eh. next time i want to go in depth um i want to break this up into a second part part two on um the foundations when it comes to love but I can I can kind of see how this is kind of more of a ramble or slight a slight rant. Um, love again is very confusing to me when it comes to love theory. I, I'm 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 really trying to frame it a certain way and so I can articulate it nicely on the podcast. But it it, it is a little tricky when it comes to love. Again, believing which I think a lot of us believe in romanticism, finding that one and, 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 and really believing that they're going to take us out when the reality is <clears throat> it's just not that. It's not the reality at, at all. Um, it, 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 they're really important to have uh, because if anything, they're going to be able to, um, again, with gauge theory or gauge feedback, give us an idea of what it is we're looking for um not in other people but in ourselves what is it that we're really looking for in ourselves what is it that we really want to do i i always say that the, the grass is truly greener on the other side just because well it's just new it's fresh it's always going to be that way. Some even people even say the grass is greener on the other side because you're not over there fucking it up. Or the grass is greener on the other side because it's just the one patch of it that you're viewing. You know, if you look to your right, it's completely it's completely brown. I mean, there's a million ways that you can view love, but what I've come to believe is that it's it's um volatile. It's constantly changing. It's green, brown, green, brown, red, blue. It's it just it's going from it's just ne- it's never perfect. And once you're okay with that, once you're done viewing it as oh that's a really perfect relationship. Look at that. To more of like okay, what am I gonna do with this landscape? I think that's really important. Well, you can't grow anything on 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 no grass. Then don't <laughs> put things that don't uh, require you know you to water it. You know, there's a million ways to, to to frame it. It's like just do something with the land. Do something with it instead of viewing it as just like, well, it's better over there to to look at. Is that what you want to be complacent and and, and be mediocre just to look at grass? Is that, do you even want grass? <laughs> do you, you don't like rocks? You don't like dirt? You don't like sand? You want water instead? Just pure water? You know, it's like, dude, there's a million fucking ways to view it. That, that This is my point with love. It's romanticism really fucked it up. And, 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 and social media isn't doing anything better for it. I'm sorry. I love all you guys in podcast land. But when you post, look, look at my girl, look at me and my girl, I'm like, cool is that how it always is no but i'm happy that it's like this now 
cool. It's not like that for me right now. I'm trying to focus on my own shit. Let alone having to see your fucking fake fairy tale ass fucking post. Come on. Be real with me, huh? You want to give me the dirty? All the real problems? You want to give me one of those? How about this? Why don't you why don't you post one of the real problems? Just one. I dare you. Nah. Nah, you can't. It'd ruin you. <laughs> See what I'm saying? No balance. No balance. You know? And then if you post too much bullshit talking shit about your, your ex or your current partner, then you just sound like you're complaining. There's no winning, right? Look. Or maybe you do it because you already know that the relationship has problems. But see, that's not that's that's not the reaction you're looking for. You're looking for some sort of validation, but that's just not that's you're you're not looking for the Yeah, I'm posting this. I know we're really happy, but I, I already know out there in uh, social media land that you know that there's problems. No, I don't. I'm viewing the picture and I'm getting a an immediate reaction from it. Don't forget that. And that's kind of one of the biggest issues when it comes to, to, to me, to social media, when it comes uh, to, to relationships and posting every fucking thing you do. Um, but yeah, for the part two, of this podcast it's going to be it's going to go really in depth on the um the, my beliefs on the foundations of what it is to to have a healthy relationship i don't know if it's a stoke view i don't know if it's a a long Tom view or it's just my view but one thing's for sure romanticism really fucked it up for me and probably for my poor wife who i don't actually think she viewed it that way i think she was just really confused like um, the majority of us and what it is we wanted or what our expectations were. Okay, um, this next one, I'll go a little bit more technical, but uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go and um, get a haircut because I want to look really, really pretty for you on this podcast. All right, thank you so much.